Mike Staley Podcast. FF episode 2034-2034. I am your host, Mike Matthews. And the show's called Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good one because we got a lot of stuff to cover. Yes, yesterday I had some things that you might have thought that were pretty uh, saleable, saleable, salient subjects on yesterday's show is what I'm trying to say. And I tried to I tried to rhyme things that were Mike's Daily Podcast. Very well rhymed on the show like I just did just now what that was fantastic Mike's welcome to Mike Silly podcast Daily somewhere in Podcastro Valley podcast. actually in Podcastro Valley today yeah the last place on earth Jerry Stiller died oh that's so sad 91 though that's awesome such a funny man one of his things that he did that was fantastic was he could well, he could forget his lines and then zip through the line. The way he delivered his lines made it more funny than the actual joke. There's all kinds of, uh, if you watch a lot of Seinfeld, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it just, he's fantastic. Sad to see him go. Of course, his offspring was Ben Stiller. Uh, and Mira, was that his wife? She passed away several years ago, but she was in Zoolander, as was Jerry. She threw, I think, red paint on Zoolander, saying, you know, meet his murder or something like that. And Jerry Stiller was in the at a at a urinal complaining about his prostate. And that was Zoolander. Was there a Zoolander too? I have not seen that. What I also have not seen is the 60 Minutes that apparently talked about Pompeo. Our uh, head of uh, uh, Secretary of State, rather, Mike Pompeo. He used to be head of the Pentagon. He was asked by ABC's Martha Raddatz whether he thinks the coronavirus was... And here's today's podcast picture. Man-made or genetically modified. He said, look, the best experts so far think seem to think it was man-made. I have no reason to disbelieve at this point. Raddatz pointed out that the Office of the Director of National Intelligence has said the scientific consensus was that the virus was not man-made or genetically, genetically modified. That's right, I agree with that, said Pompeo. Yeah, I've seen the, their analysis. I've seen the summary that you saw that was released publicly. I have no reason to doubt that that is accurate at this point. That's intelligent. I don't know what, why go all the deep end. Basil seems to think that Pompeo needs to be thrown out, but... Basil, you're entitled to your opinion. By the way, the podcast picture was with Basil the Boxer. He's not in the picture, but this was three years ago. We went on this wonderful walk over at Fairmont Ridge at the edge of Castro Valley in San Leandro where they meet. And there was this beautiful thistle, this purple thistle. And you can see that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. Then, so... He also said, and this is interesting, I've seen what the intelligence community has said. I have no reason to believe that they're wrong. What's important is that the Chinese Communist Party had the opportunity to prevent all of the calamity that has befallen the world. And here we find ourselves today. I have a hard time disagreeing with that. 
And it's not that I hate people who are Chinese. I don't hate Australians. I don't hate Germans. I don't hate, hate Swedish people. I don't hate anyone. However, I do think that certain governments make mistakes. Ours has made mistakes in the past. They may have made mistakes with this. The previous administration made mistakes. We all make mistakes. Governments make mistakes. And the Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party, they ain't saints. So if you're asking me to defend the Chinese Communist Party, my hand will not go up. I will not be part of that. I will not be party to that. I will not be a Communist Party to that. I will not be anywhere near that. So, at anywho, on Wednesday, Pompeo said at a press briefing that there is significant evidence to believe the coronavirus originated in a lab, but added that we don't have certainty about whether it began in the lab or whether it began someplace else. So, there we go. That's just, that's just where it is. Why bring it up? Because it's a thing. It's a story that seems to be very political right now. And a lot of conservative talk show hosts discuss it. A lot of liberal talk show hosts discuss it or liberal slanting networks because I really don't believe there are liberal talk show hosts on the radio anyway. You have NPR that leans liberal, but at any rate, that's the way the world is today. And Tesla's CEO, Elon Musk, confirmed today that the company has restarted its California factory, a move that defied local government orders. Now, that sentence was printed in MSN's money section. And let me tell you, and that'd be Microsoft News. They've been around a while. They've got the little butterfly. Here's the thing. And they also had, uh, what was that? <laughs> that email service? Hotmail. <laughs> they came out with Hotmail. Sorry, guys, you missed it. It was supposed to be called Gmail. Gmail's the one that got popular. Hotmail, eh. Hotmail's gone. It's now Outlook.com, which I do have an email account through Outlook, but if you would like to email me, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. And you can also Google chat uh, Hangouts with me, rather, through that, I found out. So here's the thing. Fremont, where this is located, is strict, very strict. And I know this because I work in Fremont. My full-time job's in Fremont, and they want everyone wearing masks all the time because they're covering their tuckuses. They're doing the Gavin Newsom, the gruesome Newsom. Uh, why is that? Why did that stick, gruesome Newsom? Because it rhymes. And anywho, Musk practically dared authorities to arrest him in a tweet, which, by the way, he met his... Uh, the 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 mother of his new son through, t- through Twitter. Did you not know that? Grimes. They met on Twitter as we go outside a cafe anyway. We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton. And you can find me on Twitter at Mike Talks. And I have been on Twitter for a heck of a long time. I could have been on Twitter when it first started. But I thought it was ridiculous because back then it relied on... It, it didn't have an app. It, set, it was a website. And something about it annoyed me. I think because it linked up with my phone number and I didn't like that. So I canceled it. But I could have had a very old Twitter account. But it's pretty old as it is. It's over 10 years old. So that's what else are you going to say? 
most people start their Twitter accounts within the past five years. Who cares? What? Why is this even a bragging point? It's not. But at Mike Talks is where you can find me. So. The state allows a fine up to $1,000 a day or up to 90 days in jail for operating in violation of health orders. The plant in Fremont, a city of more than 230,000 people south of San Francisco, had been closed since March 23rd. Early Monday, the parking lot was nearly full as the massive factory, which employs 10,000 workers and semis, were driving off loaded with vehicles that may have been produced before the shutdown. The restart defied the orders of the Alameda County, Alameda County Public Health Department, of which Podcaster Valley is part of, which has deemed the factory a non-essential business that can't open under the virus restrictions. It warned the company was operating in violation of the county health order and hoped Tesla would comply without further enforcement measures until the county approves a site-specific plan required by the state. And we'll see where this goes. Tesla contends in the lawsuit that Alameda County can't be more restrictive than orders from Governor Gavin Newsom. The lawsuit says the governor's coronavirus restrictions refer to federal guidelines classifying vehicle manufacturing as essential businesses that are allowed to continue operating. This is the final straw, Musk wrote in a now-deleted Saturday tweet. Tesla will now move its HQ and future programs to Texas, Nevada immediately. There you go, Fremont. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Newsom professed not to know if Tesla had reopened. Uh, I have great expectations that we can work through uh, at the county level. Hmm, so maybe he'll push Alameda County and Fremont to chill out. Hmm. Uh, let's see. So nowhere in this article am I seeing if he is going to be... Oh. Well, Musk, you know, is trying to do the ventilators thing. Uh, it's... And... But whether Musk had made good on the promise remains in dispute. Several weeks after Newsom was touting the ventilators that Musk promised, the state said it hadn't heard of any being delivered. Uh, Musk has been ranting about the stay-at-home order since the company's April 29th first quarter earnings were released. So nowhere in this article do I see exactly what Musk is going to do to protect his employees. And that has been a bit of a discussion about tech and the tech industry and how they are treating their employees. And, you know, maybe there should be more of a spotlight on that. Meanwhile, other tech people like Amazon are in the news because um, the world's largest cinema chain, AMC, reports that Amazon may be having talks for a possible takeover of the firm, which is very interesting because their stock has dropped a lot due to the fact that, um, well, nobody's going to the theater because they can't. Also because movies suck right now and have been for a while. Sucking. United Airlines says it can't guarantee that center aisle seats on its planes will remain empty after a doctor tweeted an image 
of a packed weekend flight and questioned the airline's social distancing practices. Yeah. Crazy. Because I thought if I was going to fly, I would be able to get, you know, have lots of room between me. And I, that's the whole thing is I don't want to fly if I'm going to be right next to somebody in these times. I'll be honest with you. And I don't like the whole... And you know what? I hope that this this continues. If we do... Um, if like a law comes down and says, Hey, you can't have people sitting right next to each other. Like you can plainly see in this picture that was put on Twitter. Ethan Weiss put this up on his um, Twitter account. Ethan J. Weiss. At Ethan J. Weiss. And the, the people are just right next to each other. It's crazy. Right next to each other. Everybody's wearing face masks. But... Yikes And If uh, if now my mom As I spoke last show Is uh, We also talked a lot about Joel McHale So if you love Joel McHale You gotta listen to the last show Because we threw a lot of love his way Anywho if And I'll stop saying anywho Because that's annoying It's anyhow How's it going with you So how Florida is dealing with as they're reopening beaches and such. We talked a little bit about that, but my mom says restaurants are allowed to have uh, guests, but they can only operate, they can only have 20% of the restaurant filled. Now, I don't know how they figure that out, but I guess they you have to do sort of a, a, a best guesstimate about that. But, and then, and then I think she said you can be outside, which is interesting. Um, but trying to be, you know, six feet apart from everyone. I like the idea of 20% capacity for restaurants. I am so annoyed, especially in the Bay Area. Any major city you go to, you probably find this. Where they cram people right next to each other. They make these tiny little narrow tables. And you sit, you know, let's say two to a table. One person sitting on a regular chair. The other sitting on like a booth seat. And you're sitting on this really narrow table And they jam Practically there's like maybe a foot of space Between you and the next table over And those people are right there You're practically You can't You can't You can't not hear their conversation You can't have a private conversation Because they're hearing everything you're saying Curb your enthusiasm Made fun of it Larry David I can't really do my Larry David impression right now Hey there was my Larry David impression for you. You're welcome. Larry David's like saying to the person, Hey, want in on this conversation? He's saying to the guy who's sitting like in the, at the next table, but they're so close and the guy's looking right at Larry David. There's no privacy. I hate it. So we need the 20% rule to continue. I hope this is the new normal because I do not like being jammed right up against people. And that is something you have at practically every restaurant in the Bay Area. So hopefully we adopt that. Because I know you know you'd want to go and eat out. You want to go out and get out of your house. This will help that, I guess. Meanwhile, don't put anybody in a nursing home in New York, Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo? But the whole thing with uh, people dying at nursing homes. It's such a bad situation. He even admits it. Um, I, that's all I know. That's all I want to say about that. But that was a big issue. And then here's something I heard today. 
if you're going to invest, here's here was the question I've always heard. You know, if you're going to invest in a soda company, you should either invest in Coke or Pepsi. But here's the thing: I'm hearing people say invest in Pepsi because they've got more things like snacks. They're more diversified. You want to be, even though Coke, everybody says Coke when you're in the South. If you buy a Pepsi. You basically say, "I'm going to buy a Coke." You forget the the brand the brand naming of Coke is so uh, homogenized or totaled. The word I'm trying to think of, unanimous, ubiquitous. Is this the word word I want? How? Not sure. But anyway, everybody cafe anyway is saying Coke in the South, and I used to hear that over and over again. Yeah, if you try and launch a new product. You just get coked all the time because everybody knows Coke, if in the soda world. But no, Pepsi is more diversified, so they say that that is the better company to go with. Interestingly enough, and I guess that's pretty much it for this uh, show. Let's say hi out to some people at Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Oh, and the New York City. By the way, back to New York City, real quick. They are going to ease the virus lockdown. But not the Big Apple. The state is, but not the Big Apple. Uh, the state worst affected by America's coronavirus outbreak will be allowed to gradually reopen later this week. But New York City will stay closed until at least June. Um, it has killed COVID nineteen has killed about twenty two thousand people in New York State. And I know I said last show I'm not going to talk anymore about the coronavirus, but that's ridiculous because you it's. Part of our lives And I find it fascinating How it influences our lives But also um, You know I'm not going to get into the whole What it What Is it Is it going Is it Is it um, Done That I'm not going to speculate I'll just give you the facts And that is It has killed 22,000 people In the New York State uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo Has ordered all Non-essential businesses Closed uh, of course, since March 22nd, he said three regions had met criteria, including on declining death rates, hospital beds, and testing capacity to restart construction, manufacturing, and curbside retail, where the order expires Friday. Uh, it's an exciting new phase. We're all anxious to get back to work, he said. But New York City, the epicenter of America's epidemic, will not be able to start getting its economy up and running again this month, Mayor de Blasio told reporters. Hey, let's say hi out to some folks at Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Message, Madam. The mega one guy here said Bill Murray is having a nacho making contest. Ooh. Yes. That's what I heard too And <laughs> It just had that article And now it's gone Bill Murray With uh, Guy Fieri Will face off in a nacho competition Because why not Oh there's all kinds of stuff like this happening It's probably Some kind of charity Yeah it's a charity thing All this charity stuff is happening And one of the things I mentioned of course The community uh, Group Chat a group um, read of a, one of their uh, s- series scripts. The, though it's one of the series, one of the episodes where uh, Bill Murray's SNL alum 
cohort Chevy Chase was not in that particular episode as Pierce Hawthorne. That was he was gone by then. But there are a bunch of other shows that are doing table reads or doing some kind of charity thing where they do reunions and get back together. And so that's interesting. Uh, if you look up reunions on Bing, which hey, yours truly is doing right now. If I can, which is basically saying uh, "ru neon" is how I want to say that from now on. "Ru neon." Um, but let's see. The Friends is going to do a reunion special for HBO. Oh, but that's not an actual table read. But that's the big the Orphan Blacks doing a reunion. Uh, let's see. Oh, Back to the Future reunion. That's the big one. Yes. Even without Crispin Glover and Thomas F. Wilson, they're going to do a reunion. Okay. And Office. That's right. Office was the other one. Look who else is here. Big fan of The Office, are you? Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Yeah, we love the office with the Steve Carell guy and the guy with the big head and the little glasses. They. Yeah, that guy. Do you know that? Wonderful. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floor Man, and John Deere the Engineer. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll try and bring you another show. You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6 mm as in Mike Matthews daily as in what this podcast will try to continue to be. Ah, uh, yeah. Take it away, A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.